are Locked On Dynasty Football, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Matt Williamson and Ryan McDowell. Thanks for making Locked On Dynasty your first listen every day. We're free and available on all platforms. Welcome to the Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan McDowell. You can follow me on Twitter at RyanMC23. Joining me as always is Matt Williamson. Find Matt on Twitter at WilliamsonNFL. Matt, how's it going today? It's going great. It's going very well. How about you? Going well here. We we got school starting here, Matt. This is I, I enjoy the summer. I enjoy the summer break. Get plenty of time to spend on fantasy football, on these podcasts, on articles, on Twitter, and it's all crashing down. It's back to school for me, <laughs> but uh, but that's okay. That's all right. It's it's not a bad thing. Just uh, changes my schedule a little bit for sure. Matt, we are going to continue talking about some dynasty cells today. Kate and Marcus kicked off that conversation on Monday, talking about quarterbacks you might want to trade before the season starts. They really focused on uh, on that that rebuilding situation. If you've got a team that you're not contending in 2022, get these guys off your roster. We continued that yesterday with wide receivers. Of course, we talked about the veterans that everybody kind of kind of expects if you're having that conversation cup adams Diggs, tyreek but we dug into some younger players that we don't exactly trust also uh go back and check that one out if you missed it today we're doing the same exact thing but we're talking tight ends and matt just just like the wide receivers i think there's a couple of obvious names at the top Mm -hmm. of the ranks we've got to start with travis kelsey he is the tight end three in dynasty He's been, uh, he had a, an amazing stretch of uh, tight end one seasons uh, before that was broken by Mark Andrews last year. Uh, and and now there's less competition. I guess you could argue less competition in Kansas City with, with Tyreek Hill gone. So I expect another huge year. I just also expect a value drop for the, the tight end that's almost 33 years old. I do too, and I'm not trying to make waves. You know, I'm not a hot take guy, but I have Kyle Pitts as my redraft number one tight end, and Kelsey too. Oh, and I know that's very rare. I'm on an island there, but my logic is he's going to slow down eventually. You know, I mean, I know tight ends fade away slow, and I believe that over the last handful of years. He has benefited from Tyreek more than Tyreek has benefited from Kelsey. And with all respect to Juju and Sky Moore and all those guys, I just think Kelsey's going to demand way more attention than any time in his career. And I don't know at his age he can overcome that to the elite, elite degree that he has. Yeah, that makes sense, and and that really is the question: uh, is mm-hmm. how long how long can Travis Kelsey keep this up for? How much longer can he do it? We have seen tight ends in the past; those truly elite tight ends, uh, and of course, Travis Kelsey is is among those. But we've seen guys like Tony Gonzalez and Antonio Gates uh, play well into their thirties. So it it wouldn't be a shock if we uh, saw a couple more years of Travis Kelsey. Uh, but if, if I could if I could get that that deal that was just right, and I do like some of these trades we've got uh, involving Kelsey today, I I would pull the trigger. 
This first one, I think, is the ideal trade I would be looking to do if I'm trading Travis Kelsey right now. You move from Travis Kelsey, you drop down to George Kittle, you gain four years. I think Kittle is, um, I don't think he's quite as good as, as Kelsey, but I think he's really, really good. And, and yeah, when, you're, you look, when you look at everybody else in that tight end um, landscape, and you can take out Pitts and Andrews, but once you get below Kittle or maybe maybe Darren Waller, uh, it, it just gets ugly pretty quickly. So if I can stay in the elite tight end tier and gain years as well, I'm doing it. This trade is Travis Kelsey and a second rounder for George Kittle and DeAndre Hopkins. What do you think of that deal? Give me that one again. I just want to make sure I got the exact. It's, it's Kelsey and a two. Maybe I misspoke there. Kelsey and a two. For Kittle and Nuke. Kittle and DeAndre Hopkins. I want the Kittle side. Yeah, I, w- I, I mean, want the Kittle side for yeah. sure. Yeah, I love Kittle. I mean, uh, that would be a great target, as you mentioned. You're still very competitive. You're a little younger. Uh, his stock seems a little lower than it should be. And if I could pick up Hopkins for a second in the process, yeah. Travis Kelsey in a third rounder for Devontae Smith and a first rounder. Pretty even. Yeah. I, I like Travis that future first. Yeah, that that's certainly the yeah. the uh, drawing point here. Travis Kelsey for Dalton Schultz and a first rounder. See, Dalton Schultz is like my biggest sell. So he's the wrong guy to ask. Um, hey, we'll, it, we'll get to him. We'll get to yeah, him. I Don't know. worry. If that was Dallas Goddard... Okay, if that's even David Njoku, yeah. I just don't want Dalton Schultz. Oh, wow. Schultz. Sorry, yeah. Okay. All I like right. Yeah we'll, yeah, we'll get to Dalton Schultz for sure. Um, so, again, kind of like we said with the wide receivers yesterday, this you're never in a hurry to get Kelsey off your roster. This is one, no. of, the, one of the elite players over the past, uh, past five years. Uh, but take a look at your team. If you're – if you're rebuilding, if you're tearing it down, make a move like one of these. And maybe maybe you go from Kelsey to Kittle, and then you flip Kittle for something else because he's mm-hmm. going to win you games as well. But if you're picking up draft picks or if you're picking up young players uh, on the side with each one of those deals, uh, you're, you're going to come out ahead there. Yeah, let's talk about the. You're right about Kelsey though. Kelsey is going to win you games. (laughs) You know, like he has a massive advantage over your opponent most weeks, which in turn probably doesn't even matter what kind of league you're in. There's probably four teams in your league that would give you a a decent offer for Kelsey. Yeah, that that's the tough thing with moving these elite players, the wide receivers. We spoke about yesterday, Kelsey, and and some of the others we'll talk about today is just finding that right deal because you're not going to be able to find a trade that, that makes sense, that works uh, with every team in the league, in your league. It's, it's just not mm-hmm. going to happen. Matt, when we come back, we'll talk about the next veteran tight end to consider trading before the season starts. Hey everyone, betonline.net. Betonline.net is your number one source for all your betting needs and all your sports information. Find all the latest developments, league reviews and news, including this year's NHL playoffs, Major League Baseball, so much more. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. 
And BetOnline.net remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this, this season. Uh, BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports and events, including MMA, boxing, golf, everything. Uh, head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. Bet online, where the game starts. We are back. We're talking tight end cells in a dynasty league today. The season is just a few weeks from starting. We've got preseason action, a full slate of preseason action coming up here in just a day or two. I'm ready for that. Uh, but until then, let's 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 make some moves. Let's make some trades in our dynasty league. We talked about the option, the idea of trading Travis Kelsey. That's going to be tough to do. Tough to part ways with him. What about Darren Waller? This is the other veteran, nearly 30 years old. He's the tight end five in our dynasty ADP. Uh, a guy who had a late career breakout. This is not a guy who's who's been in lineups in fantasy lineups or in NFL lineups. Uh, f- for the past 10 years, but really only the past, uh, past two or three breaking out with the Raiders after, after he overcame some, uh, some off field issues, some substance, substance abuse issues. So a really great story is Darren Waller. Are you getting this guy off your roster before he wins you some games, Matt? Um, less aggressively than Kelsey, you know, I mean, okay. I, I think that the late breakout so you feel good about the me. next couple of years. I do because yeah. he moves so well, and his late breakout doesn't worry me because he does have a unique background and he was a wideout and the substance abuse stuff. Um, well, I mentioned last show about Adams worrying me a little bit in L. Uh-huh. in Vegas because of the Renfro factor, but McDaniel has a pretty good history of using tight ends too. Like I think this guy's going to have a role. I'll certainly listen to offers, but I think you're going to get three or four still quality years out of Waller. Okay. I am I think that makes sense. I'm with you. I, if I'm moving one of these guys, um, it, it would be Kelsey. Not only do I think uh, he'll he'll bring more, but, of course, being uh, being three years older is, is a pretty big factor as well. And, and I do think the off-field history matters with Waller. Uh, because it wasn't it wasn't like he was um, on an NFL team and just struggling, right? I mean, he was bouncing around. Right, he was right. in and out of the league. He got suspended, I believe, at one point. Um, he wasn't a bad player. He he was a player who who had some some troubles, a, a lot of troubles for different reasons. But once he's established himself, he's been elite. So elite, right, um, right. I think you're right. It's and certainly less, you know, less miles on those legs, on that body, less reps that he's taken over the years compared to a typical, you know, 29 or 30 year old player. Uh, I think you make a good case. And he was also a wide receiver, you know, so he didn't have it even when before, you know, in college, he didn't take the same pounding that most tight ends do. True. Yeah. Uh, I've got a couple trades here. Mm, okay. To, Two of these I just do not like at all, and, and uh, this this reinforces the idea of holding on to Darren Waller. Waller for Dalton Schultz, even up. We've already talked about him. You said you didn't like Schultz. We're certainly keeping Waller there. I would be as well. Darren Waller, this you know, I'm sorry if if you're the you're the person who made this trade. I, I just don't get this one. 
Darren Waller for Devin Singletary and Zach Moss. Oh no. No, 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 no. That's yeah, that's it. Uh, that's why you like call the commission should be like, are these guys in cahoots? <laughs> you might not even be getting the the bill the Bills best running back there. You're uh, not. Right? You're I mean, your maybe, second and third guy. Moss might even yeah, make the team. Oh, that's a bad one. That's uh, really bad, yeah. Darren Waller for a twenty twenty three first and second rounder. That's the one I would consider, and I would only consider it because uh, because of the strength of the expected strength of that draft class next year. Don't think that one's, you know, that one's not even a slam dunk, uh, but it's it's a solid, solid deal. Solid one, and a lot of that has to do where your team is now. Um, but n- nine out of ten times, if you make that trade, now you're one of those seven teams in your league looking for a tight end and there's not a lot of other options to replace him with you know like maybe if I had Friermuth on my bench or but still I don't trust those young guys enough to take it over looking at some uh some other veterans that are uh, in this range of course George Kittle but I mean 20 not even 29 years old yet yeah. I don't know do you think of do you think of Kittle as a veteran or, or a player that we can rely on for years to come See, I think his stock's a little lower than it should be. Tremendous yeah, football I, player. I don't think he's a sell right now. Okay, I, I totally agree. I, I actually think he's a buy. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm surprised he hasn't jumped ahead, back ahead of Kelsey in in our ADP, but he is just one spot behe- uh, one spot behind at tight end four. Uh, so yeah, I'm definitely not worried about Kittle. If, if I'm worried about anything, it, it's that injury history, but nothing right, related right. to. Uh, Nothing related to age there. Most of what the about, rest of the top. What about Zach Ertz? Yeah, uh, yeah that, that's where I was going. Uh, so Zach okay. Ertz is tied in 15 on our ADP. I think the issue is you're just not getting much in return. You know, we talked right. about Ertz as a buy. Um, honestly, I can't remember if that was this podcast or, or maybe the DLF Dynasty podcast. Uh, but the prices for him were way too low. He's nearly 32 years old. Uh, we, we saw a big drop in value uh, towards the end of his time with Philadelphia. He gets gets with the Cardinals last year and and uh, produces as a top five tight end. Yeah, you just the the value is just not there. I think it should be, mm-hmm. um, but but that's that's not the case. So, mm-hmm. you know, I guess if you're if you're really stripping the whole team down and you're getting rid of everything. Try to get a second rounder for Ertz. That's probably your best case situation. Or, or maybe you can buy your favorite young tight end. Maybe you can get a guy like his teammate Trey McBride instead. Uh, but again, if, if you're even if you have any playoff aspirations, I think Zach Ertz is is more of a buy than a sell this year. That makes perfect sense. And you touched on it, but the two things I did want to mention that definitely affects dynasty value for Ertz is. The Cardinals gave him a pretty big contract just now, which, yeah. you know, I mean, they, money talks. They're planning on him to be more than just a short-term fix, but their first pick was a tight end, you know. So uh, they're going to play a lot more double tight ends. They're always the top of the league in four receiver sets. I mean, there's some plan in place here that involves both of them, but I also think that organization is a little rudderless. Yeah, I think, I think that makes sense. 
When we come back, we'll talk about Dalton Schultz. I can already tell Matt wants to sell this guy in Dynasty Leagues, and we'll see if there's any other players we can identify to move off your roster before the season begins. Thanks for making Locked On Dynasty your first listen today. Now make Locked On Fantasy Football your second listen. Find the intellectual fantasy expert, Vinny Iyer, who brings over 20 years of NFL expertise and a unique angle to give you the moves no one else has. Get ready for your fantasy drafts with Locked On Fantasy Football. Matt, we've mentioned the name a couple times. You have made your feelings clear. Dalton Schultz is now the tight end seven in our Dynasty ADP. He's just 26 years old, so again, age is not a consideration there. Uh, he's he's had two good seasons in a row. Member of one of the uh, one of those offenses we like to chase with the Dallas Cowboys. They lose Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup status in in question. Uh, James Washington's already hurt. So it feels like Dalton Schultz is going to get lots of opportunity and you still want to get him off your roster. Tell me about it. Yeah. And it makes it sound like I hate the guy, you know, because <laughs> here, here's my thoughts on him is I think he took people by surprise a little bit last year, you know, and that yep. everyone was taking away Amari and Lamb and Gallup and Zeke and all the other weapons and, He's the fifth guy out there and gets a lot of linebackers and things like that. Fine. You know, I mean, and he took full advantage of it. I think that now everyone knows who he is, and with the status of the Cowboy receiver core, he's going to get better people, you know, covering him than he did last year. You know, a little bit more attention. And, frankly, my biggest concern with him is I don't think he's very talented. You know, like, if he was a young... Evan Ingram or, you know, like, boy, I see all the talent he has to put together and boom, he put it together. Now I'm in. I just look at him and think last year's probably his best season as a pro. Maybe I'm wrong, but that's just my thoughts. And I don't think his ceiling's high enough for me to be in on him right now. Yeah. I mean, I I get that. I just feel like, I feel like we've seen the production and I will say, Mm-hmm. I had I had his name listed as as that that younger tight end that that maybe we shouldn't trust, but he has produced and, and uh, you mentioned last year. So just to just to remind you here, Dalton Schultz um, took advantage of that injury to Blake Jarwin, uh, right. but he really did it. He really did it two years in a row, right in in the twenty twenty one season. Uh, Schultz had five tight end one games, and then last year he he blows up with eleven games as a tight end one. Eleven games as a top twelve yeah, tight I end, know. and and that was pretty <laughs> that was pretty, pretty consistent yeah. throughout yeah, pretty the good. season. So I think the real issue here, whether you're talking about buying or, or selling these players, is that after you get past Darren Waller. It's just the wild, wild west at tight end. And, you know, I can tell you that Schultz is tight end seven or 
Zach Ertz is tied in 15 and none of it matters because it just feels like kind of just they're one huge tier. Right. They're not in the top group. So, you know, not that, it, not that they don't matter. We're all, we're starting in most leagues. We're starting 12 tight ends every week. So these guys do matter, but picking out the ones that are going to break out like Dalton Schultz did a year ago is, is such a challenge. Let's go over some of these names. Real quick, like and just cut. the difference between getting nine points a week out of my tight end or seven isn't that big a difference. You know what I mean? Yeah, give give me some quick thoughts about these because this this tight end one range is is pretty rough. So we've got our top five: Pitts, Andrews, Kelsey, Kittle, Waller. T.J. Hawkinson is tight end six. I think a lot of people have looked at him as the next the next guy in line as. as the elite tight end. He is just 25 years old, but I think we're starting to have some questions about him ever cracking that tier and yeah. ever really being a top guy. What do you think about Hawk? See, I think you're right. There's five that give you an advantage. Um, Hawk and Goddard to me are their own tier in tier two. Okay. Because I've seen enough. I know they're good football players They've had some things, you know, their situations haven't been great and Hawk injuries, and I don't know that either one's going to be in the top five ever. But I still think the chances that they hurt you are slim and none. Yeah, Still kind of young, too. So, so safe. Yeah, safe, young enough. Yeah, mm-hmm. that makes sense. Then they're good. Hawk is six. TJ Hawkinson, tight end six. Dalton Schultz, tight end seven. Dallas Goddard, you have mentioned, is tight end eight. Uh, what about your guy up there in Pittsburgh? Pat Fryermuth is tight end nine. I feel like he's in that safe category as well. I don't know that he yeah. has the the ceiling to ever be an elite fantasy tight end, but another safe guy we can count on. Uh, and still very young, not even 24 years old. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you for a fact that they're extremely high on him. Um, we actually interviewed the tight end coach yesterday, and he said he envisions Friar Muth more of a Kittle than a Kelsey. And he has work to do, a lot of work to do in terms of blocking, let alone to the Kittle level. But he's not going to be a specialty player. I mean, I think he's a long-term keeper and probably a top 10 tight end for most of his career. Dawson Knox is tight end 10. Again, he's part of, uh, part of that offense that we like. We talked about a couple of his teammates yesterday with Stefan Diggs and Gabriel Davis as potential sells. What about Knox? Buying, selling? What are you doing? I'm on the fence with this guy because he tested really well, and I think he's a good athlete, but watching him in a Bills uniform, I expected him to be more dynamic than he really is. So I think he's kind of the lesser version of like Hawk where – I thought if everything aligned, maybe he could be a tier one guy, and I don't think his ceiling's that high anymore. I'd probably take him over Schultz. Okay. Yeah, similar age, uh, similar roles in top offenses. Irv Smith, tied in 11. This guy can't catch a break. I'm a fan. I, I guess I'll take Schultz over him. Yeah, I was surprised to see Irv Smith in in this tight end one range among the top mm-hmm. 12. Uh, Cole Komet is tight end 12, just 23 years old, as is Irv. Uh, 
and and again, questions about that Bears offense. But you look at him and think he's probably the second option on that offense this year in, in the passing game, uh, which is a, a little worrisome for sure. Uh, rounding out this top 15, we'll get down to the Zach Ertz uh, range. Gasecki, Mike Gasecki, tied in 13. Some negative reports on his role uh, in Miami this offseason, maybe more blocking, less uh, less route running. David Njoku is tight end 14, and then we've got Ertz at 15. I know you love Njoku this year. Yeah, I'm really infatuated with him. I mean, I think he's really starting to break out. I know highlight tapes is no way to scout, but his highlight tape is very impressive. You knew he was going to take some time coming out of Miami, and he did. And now they gave him money and franchise tag. And whether Watson plays or not this year, I think the two of them will be joined at the hip for the next handful of years, which I think is good for him. And I don't love the receiver competition for him. You know, I think I do love the receiver competition for him. You know, there's, there's not much there to yeah. worry about. Yeah. Yeah. From, from his, from his standpoint, that's a good thing. Um, all right. That will do it for a tight end conversation. We're certainly trying to move Travis Kelsey, but other than that, hang on to Kittle, hang on to Waller. Uh, and, and really after that, just kind of pick your favorite guy Matt's uh, Matt's ready to move on Dalton Schultz, and uh, I don't know. Are we buying any of those guys? David and Joku's our buy, I guess. I think so. I mean, I, I think he's cheap right now. Um, I mean, I'd love to dump guys like Logan Thomas, but you're to get nothing for him. You know, like Tyler Higby isn't someone I'm keeping, but you're not. Gonna, I mean, none of these guys are bringing anything back. Right, but this time a year ago, it was Logan Thomas and Tyler Higby, or a couple of years ago, it, it was those guys in this range. So, right, um, that's great right. point of how to get rid of them at the right time. That will do it for today's show. Please make sure you download and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. Remember to follow the show at Locked On Dynasty. Follow Matt at Williamson NFL, and I'm Ryan MC23. We'll be back next time with more Locked On Dynasty.